Hello and welcome. It is uh, week six. Built in Buffalo Network, this is QB Sneak. Thank you for letting us have a platform to put the show on. I, I love doing this every week. Uh, with me, I have Addison Shumagala, uh, who is uh, my co-host, my right-hand man. He is going to break down with us the QB performance between Kenny Pickett, Josh Allen, and then we're going to try to see who's going to do better, Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. And so uh, without further ado, Addison, my man, how you doing? Doing pretty good, Mike. Thank you for that very awesome introduction. <laughs> I do my best. <laughs> Bet you do. But uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm ready. Let's let's dive right in because this is this is some juicy stuff we got. Uh, so yeah, this is this one's a big one. So Allen had a, a heyday. Uh, I mean, the the Steelers defense had no answer. Uh, he just did whatever he wanted to bombs away. Uh, how many how many yards did Josh Allen have? And I mean, what was the stats? So. I'm just gonna it's gonna break it right down here. So Josh Allen went 20 for 31. That's about um, about 66 percent. I think it was actually a little less, so maybe more like 64, 65. Uh, but he had 424 yards in the air. He was averaging about 13.7 yards per attempt. He had four touchdowns. He did unfortunately have an interception. Uh, he didn't get sacked at all though, which is nice. He had a QBR of 86 and a rating of 134.1. It was definitely a career day for him. And on the ground, he had five carries for 42 yards. So I think in total, it was like 466 yards for him. The, the man had four touchdowns before the half was over. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, if we really want to talk about it, I mean, he just did his thing. He did it early. He did whatever he wanted to. The interception, I mean, we can sit there and talk about it. Yeah, he was underthrown. He shouldn't have thrown that ball. But it made no difference the outcome of the game. You know, uh, it, it's different when you when you throw an interception and that changes the whole outcome, or or, or therefore, you know, uh, now your team's in jeopardy of winning right. the game. Uh, that had no no uh, say on whether it was going to be a win or not. Uh, it it almost didn't even matter because the Bills got the ball right back right after that, and uh, it was like business as usual. Yeah, he, he understood that ball, sure. Could he have it back? I'm sure he wants it back. But from the rest of the throws that he had, uh, especially when they were backed up on their own goal line and he finds Gabe Davis wide open for a touchdown, I just – and then later on, Gabe Davis just displays absolute manhood and takes the ball from uh, Fitzpatrick, Minka Fitzpatrick. I mean, that's just <laughs> – <laughs> one one hand snag brings it in, fights it, fights it away, touchdown. I mean, it was well placed ball. Uh, so oh yeah, my, yeah, it was my, a great throw. Yeah, a great throw. Again, uh, you got to give credit where it's due. Josh Allen had a heyday, and I just, I almost don't even want to talk about Kenny Pickett. I mean, we're gonna, but I don't want to. Yeah, we. I know, I get it. Uh, but before we get to you know Kenny there. Um, there's a couple of things I want to I wanted to bring up. First off, aside from the fact that it was a career day for Josh Allen, it was also a record tying day for him and Gabe Davis because in, in Bills franchise history, Josh Allen and Gabe Davis have tied the franchise record for the longest play, and that was that 98 yard touchdown reception that that we saw in the first drive of the game, which that was the tone setter for me right there. Like once once that play happened and Gabe took it to the house, first off, dime of a throw. It's a beautiful 40-yard lob pass. It was right in his hands, and he just 
He took it right to the house. That right there was the tone center for the rest of the game. Yeah, it, it kind of was. It kind of showed us like exactly what game we were in for in, in store for. I, I think that it showed that you know uh, the Steelers might have a, a solid defense and they can they can do uh, certain things, but what they can't do is hold Josh Allen down for three downs at a time. And he was able to exploit, you know, a, a weakened de- a, a weakened defense. Like I mean, T.J. Watt's not there. Uh, I know that uh, that is a big factor because there's not yeah. the amount of pressure that you would assume, and so therefore he had the time. He had the he had the time. He was able to move and like and maneuver himself and make that throw. I mean, he made that throw at, under duress, though. I mean, he definitely got hit as he was throwing. I could see the excitement because he saw the completion take place and yeah. just and realized yeah. that's going to the house. <laughs> yeah, and and you're right too because it was the Steelers did have a weakened defense aside from not having T.J. Watt, which is just absolutely imperative to their defense. They are they were also without their starting safety. I think it's Terrell Edmonds, which is Tremaine Edmonds' brother. So they were missing you know one of their their key safeties there. They were missing T.J. Watt. But the Bills capitalized 100% on those injuries. They had Josh Allen had more time in the pocket to make good throws, to make accurate throws, to make deep throws, because he he took a lot of deep shots that game. And not only that, he was on target. He he there was I'm telling you, Mike, there were times like those 11 passes that he didn't complete. I was just like, I thought, all right. To me, it just felt like Josh was going to make every throw. Um, but you know, obviously. It, Perfection doesn't really exist in football, at least in terms of, you know, quarterback play and, and percentages. But Josh had a had a just a great game. I you know, I can't even take it take anything away from him. I like you said, that one interception, okay, you know, like you said, it didn't matter. But um but one thing that does kind of actually surprise me a little bit was was Kenny Pickett's performance for his rookie debut. You know, it wasn't bad. He showed flashes of greatness. Um, he did throw for 327 yards. Actually, I got his stat line right here. I'll just I'll just read that off. He threw the ball 52 times, and he completed 34. You know, 34 of those throws. So, what, um, so he what's, was. What's his completion percentage altogether? Um, it's about the same. It would be roughly around 60, 65 to 68 percent, give or take. So, um, so but, where, what I saw, anyways. With Kenny Pickett, I saw some promising moves. I saw him be able to move the pocket. I saw him be able to roll out when he needs to. I saw him be able to avoid pressure uh, and and make solid throws on the run uh, and and stand in there in the pocket and deliver a good throw. I'm not saying that uh, he's a bad quarterback. I think he's he showed he's a rookie. I think the Bills exploited that. And you have Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier that are you know they're known for making easy work of rookie quarterbacks. And they did that. Uh, I think they did exactly what was expected of them. And Kenny Pickett showed flashes of ability and talent that could be promising. If you're a Steelers fan, you gotta, you gotta look at, you gotta look at the the bright side here. They're playing, they were playing against the team that in our opinion, and like you and I, you know, uh, I'm not sitting here saying Super Bowl bound, I'm just saying absolutely making the playoffs. Without a doubt, the Bills are making the playoffs. So they're the Steelers went and they played a really good team. And if you're, yeah. if you're a Steelers fan, you're sitting there thinking, this is a measuring stick. And our our rookie quarterback, he turned out all right. Like yeah, he did, he did. okay. Uh, it could have been better. Uh, it could have. Back, 
But, it could have, absolutely. But he also but, wasn't the worst part of the day. No, no, he wasn't. And, you know, his the rest of his stats kind of show it. I mean, he did get sacked three times. That doesn't help. You know, that's that's something that, you know, kind of amplifies the stress level for a quarterback wondering when that next sack's coming because he got hit three times. Or I shouldn't say hit three times. He got brought down three times. Um, he did throw an interception, which is another thing that, especially when with rookies, you know, that's something that, They've got to learn to overcome and move on from, which I think he, Kenny Pickett did a pretty decent job of. And even though he didn't throw any touchdowns, you know, 327 yards to the air, it's a pretty solid debut. Um, his QBR ended up coming in at 57 and his rating at a 74.8, which for the blowout that the, that the Steelers got handed, those really aren't terrible numbers, but because of that, not having that clutch factor, not being able to score the touchdown and not being able to put your team in a position to really get any more points. That's why his rating was, was, was you know, affected the way it was. Which, which makes complete sense. But at the same time, like, Hey, listen, take pride in what you did. You know, you, you did, you did complete a, a high percentage of your passes. It's not your fault that you're playing a, a, almost an outmatch. You're outmatched. So just, you know, he did what he could. I think that the longer that they have him start, the longer that they give him opportunities to show what he can do, uh, maybe they don't have to draft a quarterback. Maybe they can roll with Kenny Pickett and see where that goes. Maybe for like yeah. a season or two, you know, unless, yeah. unless you know, uh, something tells them otherwise. But what I'm really interested in, and before we run out of time and before we like uh, get lost in what we're trying to say, this was an easy competition. We all know Josh Allen won this. I mean, hands down. There's nothing yeah. to talk about. Yeah. So what I want to talk about for the remainder of the time that we have is this upcoming matchup. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, both quarterbacks playing at a high level, <sighs> almost MVP status for both. I don't even know what to make of this game. I'm I, I'm losing sleep. It was a Thursday, and I was thinking about it already last night. Like, what in the actual AF are we going to do about the Chiefs? I mean, the Bills are going into Arrowhead, which they always do, apparently. It's never at Buffalo. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I'm starting to think that, that the Bills have to, like, beat the Chiefs in the playoffs to earn a regular season matchup in Buffalo, at least – Maybe that's the, maybe that's the ironic humor that the NFL is throwing around right now because this year has been kind of weird with matchups, especially with Thursday night football. I don't know what the deal well, is with I, I don't football like, this year. I don't but. like. It. I think they're always favoring the Chiefs. They always got to play him in Arrowhead. I, I hate it. I, I think that they need to come to Buffalo at least once or twice. I mean, they play him so many times. It, is that too much to ask for? I just don't think it is. Well, I'll tell you what, if the Bills continue to play at the level that they're playing at, I I can absolutely see a playoff matchup happening in Buffalo between these two teams. Oh, me too. I'm hoping it comes through Buffalo. But before we get to that, we got to get to this game. We have to get through this game and see, you know, again, another measuring stick. You always have to do this because the Chiefs are such a good football team. You can't ignore them. They're right. definitely going to see you again in the playoffs. You can't ignore that either. Patrick Mahomes is playing at such a high level right now. What does the Bills do to slow that down? And what does Josh Allen do to just do what he's been doing? All right. Well, um, there's a lot to talk about here, Mike. Um, going into this game, 
Buffalo has to keep playing at the level they're playing at, especially coming off the huge win in Pittsburgh. That's great. Use continue that momentum, take it with you going into this game and play your heart out because you're going to need it. This isn't the chiefs are no pushover team. Like they've lost one game this year to the Colts, which still trying to figure out how that happened, but it happened. And, but every game that they've won, They've, you know, they've just come out and just made great plays. Patrick Mahomes is, is very clutch. His number one target this year and number one receiver on the Chiefs offense right now is Travis Kelsey. And I think the one of the biggest keys to defeating the Chiefs is stopping Travis Kelsey. Edwards Hilaire is actually, I think he's second right now in receptions too for the, for the Chiefs offense. So he's actually starting to show signs of, hey, this guy is not someone to sleep on. You got to watch out for that running back too coming out of the flats. And also even doing those wheel rots on the outside. So the corners especially are going to have to, they're going to have to be real patient, but also really aware of what's going on in the backfield, as well as those receivers that are coming out there. Because I feel like Patrick Mahomes, even though he targets his other receivers and gets them yards and completions, he, he it looks to me, at least when I watched the game last week, that he seems to continue to favor Kelsey, especially in red zone situations. Kelsey had four touchdowns last week. That's That was a career day for him too. So when you when you look at those scenarios, I mean, the nice thing is that the Bills are going to have most of the defensive starters back. I think the only guys that are listed as out right now is uh, Kumarov on offense and on defense. I don't think it's anybody. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I think – no, it's, it's nobody right now. I think Jordan Phillips is the only one that's, that's questionable still. But, I mean, obviously we're going to have to wait and see how that turns out in the next day or two. But, um, yeah. But the so key is you got to stop those two guys on offense. The Bills are finally getting healthy, and what you got to do is exactly what you're saying. I mean, I, the, the number one draft pick that I always try to get, and sometimes I don't get them, but sometimes I do, is Travis Kelsey. And the reason why I go after him is because of that red zone threat, that red zone capability that he has. We're talking about last week you just said four touchdowns. Four. Four touchdowns from one guy. Like, I mean, you are you, you're making quick work of a defense – that that can't even keep track of you. Like there, there's times where it's like I, I don't understand how they don't get that it's going to Travis Kelsey. They they'll cover him for a little bit and then he'll just wander off into coverage yeah. into his zone and be like, oh hey look, I'm wide open again. Pat, throw me the ball. Yeah, which at times I don't even understand. Like I was watched when I watched that game, the Raiders like they put guys on him, but just exactly as you said, they they covered him for a few seconds and then because I believe they were playing zone, they kind of just let Kelsey go off and it's just like. This is a big dude. He is hard he's, to miss. How and is not he only that, lost? he's not the fastest guy how either. Like he's not. He I'm not saying lost. he's slow, but he just gets lost in coverage, and then oh look at me, I'm wide open. And yeah. then Patrick Mahomes finds him like he always does. And then that one impressive touchdown. They try to say that he's not athletic anymore. Are you kidding me? He caught a ball and he stiff armed like three guys and just willed his way into the end zone. Touchdown. Yeah. Like, no, he's still athletic. He's still a powerhouse. You have to respect him. Yeah. Stop it. Just stop it. You have to cover him. Don't put a linebacker on him. Put a defensive back on him. If not, the Bills need to at least put Matt Milano on him. At least. Yeah. And uh, that's – Yes, I agree with that. But you can't discredit the fact that he knows how to get lost in his own coverage. And the Bills run his own coverage. So – it's going to be hard. It's not going to be an easy thing, and you can't just change everything you do for one one player. Uh, if you do that, then you exploit yourself other places. So say you like commit to just shutting down Travis Kelsey. 
that doesn't mean you're going to win this football game. That means that the Chiefs can figure out that that's all you've done is take out Travis Kelsey in the game, and then they'll find somebody else to throw the ball to. They got, they have Juju Smith-Schuster. They have Clyde Edwards-Alaire. They have. Uh, they picked up Sammy Watkins too, which, which you know, you know, he's kind of one of those back burner receivers that you're not expecting, but he can make plays. Uh, they have Marquez. Uh, they have MVS Valdez Scantley that they picked up from. Uh, that they got from Green Bay through free agency in the offseason. Who said has been having a decent season? And yeah, and he's starting to sh- to you know to find his spot in that offense. So you're right. Like you can't commit to just stopping Kelsey. You have to stop everybody. But Kelsey is is going to be he's going to be the primary guy. He just is. Mahomes loves him. They have great chemistry. And not only that, their communication on the field before the ball is even snapped is is just amazing like we you saw it um in that game against the raiders when the raiders were lined up in a cover zero and mahomes straight up cover zero cover zero snapped the ball kelsey, kelsey knew exactly what he was supposed to do got wide open got the touchdown like and kelsey did the same thing to the buffalo bills last year in the divisional round like he he looked and saw that um levi wallace is playing like 15 20 yards off of him basically and he's just like hey i'm running right up the middle throw it to me so they're, they're great communicators. They know how to read defenses. And though the Bills run a very complex defense, which is something that they're going to have to really exploit in order to beat the Chiefs, it's it's not going to be easy. I definitely see this game being a slugfest still, even with, you know, even with um, with the fact that the Chiefs no longer have Tyreek Hill. They still have weapons. They still have a great quarterback. They still have arguably the best tight end in the in the uh, in the league, if not ever. So. It's, it's absolutely going to be a shootout. I mean, there's no question about it. And the other thing about this whole thing is there's another guy on the other side of the ball named Josh Allen and another receiver that also talks just as well to his quarterback, and that's Stephon Diggs. Like, you have Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs talking just as much as Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And uh, you can't tell me one, like, like not even uh, – like for a minute that Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs haven't talked about this game all week. Like they, they, I know for a fact they have plans. They want to execute certain plays that they've already set up for this whole thing, studying the chiefs defense, knowing what their weakness is. I think it's the same communication coming across on the other side of the ball, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. It could be a big day for them too. It could be, a big day for both Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, but also again Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. This could be this could be a shootout like no other. Uh, a whole remake of the last playoff game that we just saw. But hopefully Buffalo's coming out on top this time and learn from their mistakes. They don't have to worry about Tyreek Hill being so fast because he's not with the Chiefs anymore. What they gotta do is be smart, keep it all in front of you. Don't let them get behind you. Don't let the big play take place. And also put pressure on Patrick Mahomes. Down him when you can get to him. Do not let him scramble or or make something out of nothing because that's what he's great at. He's a magician just like Josh Allen. Yeah. And one of the key uh, Chiefs inactives that's not going to be in this game is going to be Rashad Fenton, one of their corners. Starting corners, so that's huge, exactly. That is huge, and that's definitely something for the Bills receiving court to exploit in order to get open so Allen can make those throws and get the Bills in the end zone. Because, yeah, you try to to double team digs, and then you're gonna have to work with Gabe Davis. And then, not only that, I will say that Shakir, I I think, shakured a a, uh, spot on the roster 
uh, with his performance last week. I just think, wow. Like, okay, McKenzie's definitely a gadget player. Crowder, I don't even know what you're doing on the team anymore, especially with the fact that that just the way Shakir played, he can can produce. He's a rookie, and he did that last week. The the sky's the limit with this kid. I, I, I love him where he's at. And he's a great rotational piece. Uh, you put McKenzie in there and then let him kind of sprinkle in Shakir. Uh, you don't need Crowder anymore. I, I think that this is a crowded Crowder uh, receiving core. And uh, you can give him the boot if you need to. A lot of puns there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were being pretty punny there. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, you're, and you're right. Like, you, you can't. Can't discredit the weapons that the Bills have, and the Chiefs know this. They're probably, I'm sure, they got two guys somewhere in their basements talking about this right now, just like we are. But, um, but I, I'm excited for this game. Um, I, I still believe that the Bills are going to pull through the W in this one, but it is not going to be easy. And you're right, they're going to have to play smart football. They're going to have to be aware of this, of everything that's going on in the field at all times. And the rookie's got to step up. I know, uh, I know, uh, Kyrie Lam specifically, like he's been playing great, especially with, um, you know, with with Benford you know, missing a couple of games and whatnot. But um, but even he didn't have the best week last week against the Steelers. I mean, he was targeted thir- – his receivers were targeted 13 times and they caught the ball 10 times. And I know he's upset about that. I know he's not happy with his performance in that game. He did get his first interception, which is great. But, you know, he needs to be playing at the level pre-Steelers that he was playing those two weeks prior in order for, you know, him to, have, to help the Bills' defense shut down Kansas City. I think as a former player myself, especially on defense, it, it makes it tough. You, you you try to you try to think of all the things you could have done. Uh, oh yeah, all the time. It's, it's it's not easy, especially when you're when you're trying to just shut down the offensive attack. And and yeah. you're doing your best. Like I, I think that he did a good job. I understand what he feels and that he left a lot out on the table, and uh, he's been playing well before that. So. Uh, you know, he needs to cut himself a little slack, but I, I appreciate the fact that he's willing to accept the mistakes that he yeah. made and uh, wants to do better and is and that's what he strives to, to do. So so I, oh, I, I, I agree I like him as, yeah. a, as a player. I'm glad that he's on the bills. I'm glad they drafted him uh, where I want to get to before we end this whole thing. Your predictions of the outcome. Uh, who do you think is going to come out on top? Uh, Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, uh, and uh, you know, just your final thoughts before I give you mine. This is this is probably the hardest one <laughs> that we've done so far. Um, but I have all faith and confidence in the Buffalo Bills and in Josh Allen, and I. So I think both quarterbacks are gonna are gonna throw for three hundred plus yards. That's that's my take on the game. I, I think they're both going statement, to. Yeah. Um, and you know, with that, I think final score, both teams are averaging, I believe more than 30 points a game. So I'm going to, I mean, despite the fact that both defenses are solid, the bills, I would obviously, I would definitely say is better. Um, but you know, like you said, Mahomes is a magician. I think that the, the chiefs are going to, are going to come out and they're going to score 30 points, but I think the bills are going to score 31, 31, 30. That's, that's my just That's my shoot, prediction. Just a shootout and a win in the last minute. I'm going 38-27. I think that the I think the Chiefs will come out hot. The Bills will, will have an answer, and they won't have an answer for Josh Allen, and he will prove 
himself this weekend. Buffalo. Bills by a billion. <laughs> Bills by a billion. Yeah. Um, yeah. And <laughs> Bills right. by a billion. I like I like yours better. That's a little less of a nail biter. <laughs> yeah. And I can already tell, like wherever we end up watching the game, we're gonna be they, sitting there like they need to change that slogan. Bills by a billion, dot dot dot. Or ten. Or ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it though. But uh but yeah, no, it I'm excited. It's gonna be a good game. Um, you know, it yeah, it sucks it's gonna be an arrowhead again. But you know what? The last Listen. time the Bills played the Chiefs in the regular season at Arrowhead, they beat them thirty eight to twenty. So and I think that was roughly the I think that was a week five game, but still, you know, like We'll see what happens. Like, and listen, this this, this show's called QB Sneak, and I I will say this: as far as a quarterback uh, evaluation, I almost think that maybe Patrick Mahomes plays better than Josh Allen, and and that doesn't mean they win. That right. Just means, That's true. That just means that Patrick Mahomes does exactly what I expected him to do, and that's just be him. Uh, he's so good. He's been playing at such a high level. He's playing at a high level again this season. Uh, I, I was impressed. Well, man, that one play where he does the spin, the spinorama, and then decides, oh, wait, I ain't going to run, and then throws it like a little flick for a touchdown to Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I'm like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, to be honest, I didn't even – until I saw the replay of that of that play, I thought, like, he was he like tried to pump fake it, and then he hit I, some guy's helmet, and the ball popped out, and it just happened to land in Edward Solaire's hands. I thought he passed the line of scrimmage, but he was well aware where he was on the field, and he didn't. His foot, his whole foot was behind the line as he did that little flick. And I'm like, how did he even know where he was on the field? And then not only that, that just, that spin move was just nasty. Like that defender had no right even being on the same field as him. He didn't even know where he was. It's just. <laughs> Like he thought he was at Dairy Queen while while Patrick Mahomes was throwing a touchdown pass to Clyde Edwards Lair after a little twist. You know, he thought he was getting he thought he was getting a double scoop. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> touchdown. Oh uh, yeah. But you know what? Josh is on fire. And he's got no, it. Josh is he's on got fire. This. So, he's got this. So, he's got this. So, he's 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 definitely he's He's taking. He's got this. I love your confidence. I, yeah. I think that they're both great quarterbacks. We're going to see a shootout this coming week. Uh, I say Patty Mahomes takes the cake as far as the quarterback uh, uh, performance. So you and I will compare, and, and it'll be a nice little competition, and we'll, we'll see who did better. Yeah, yeah, that we will. I mean, I haven't declared who I think is going to win the quarterback battle, but uh, if you're going to go Mahomes, I'm going to take Allen. Uh, all day, right? Why not? Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go that way, but I still think uh, that the Bills could still take a W, even though that Patrick Mahomes may outshine Josh Allen just slightly. Doesn't doesn't mean that it has to be a very big performance, just just a little bit better than Josh. But as long as Josh takes home the W, I'm more than happy. Uh, but as far as more than happy, I'm, I'm more than happy that we've done did our diligence, we've given you the information, and we're done here. This is it. That was QB Sneak. Uh, we snuck right into your bedroom and then we left. So <laughs> here it is, or not, maybe your kitchen or maybe your living room. I don't know where we are coming into, but uh, that's where you're watching from. And uh, that's where we snuck into. So I'm Mike Shimberski. You can find me on Twitter, Mike Shimberski at MIKL2531. And on Facebook at just Mike Shimberski. I'll always talk shop. You can always talk bills with me. I'll, 
I'll go back and forth all day. And with me, my co-host, Addison Shumagala. Go ahead, man. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. That was great. <laughs> but, yeah, you can find me on Twitter. My Twitter's right there on the screen. It's S-A-S-Z-U-M-I-G-A-L-A. That is it. No numbers, everybody. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. And now we're going to sneak right on out of here. So without further ado, go Bills. Go Bills. <laughs>